I was a prominent producer in Hollywood, finding himself in Luciferianism. And when I tried to prove to my girlfriend that Jesus was in real, I discovered what I didn't want to find. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show. We're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. And lately, we have been talking about Luciferianism and how followers of this religion view Lucifer. Now, we know Lucifer is depicted in the Bible as the devil, but in this religion, Lucifer is instead a symbol of enlightenment and power. Now, in our last show, we had Carl Wyant with us, And he describes his beliefs as a Luciferian and how he got there. He talked about his main goal was to discover his godlike state and to become like a god on the earth, to be rich, powerful, and successful. He told us when he was younger, he was bullied, so it spurred on a life desiring power and success. Before he became spiritual, he was an atheist because of how his grandmother died, and he questioned whether there was even a god because she died and she was an incredible person. But when he was older, He went to India and shot some film, and through that experience became very interested in Hinduism and Buddhism. Those spiritual practices became a part of him, and he realized that all the money and success wasn't making him happy, so he sought out how to become happy by seeking after different religions, and then finally ended up with Luciferianism. Today, he's going to describe the path of how he discovered Jesus Christ by trying to prove his non-existence. Carl, welcome to the show. Glad to be a part of it. Carl, I mean, wow, my friend. It is craziness that you at one point were worshiping Lucifer for enlightenment, and now you're sharing your story. So tell us, after all these isms in religion, like what were you seeking after before the Luciferianism? And like, did it fulfill you? Did it make you happy? So I was seeking to just be stable within myself. I dealt with a lot of ailments, a lot of demons, anger, and Mm. pride, greed, lust, so on and so forth. And I was trying to find peace in my life. Because even though I was having some success and I was having this and that, at the end of it all, I still was not happy with who I was. So I was on this constant search for power to ultimately transform me, really, to be honest, to just be okay with myself on a day-to-day basis. Wow. Like, Carl, so you basically had this kind of maybe hatred towards others, but there's also this inner hatred that was building up inside of yourself. You know, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Absolutely. They just don't feel good about themselves and they're trying to find a way to do that. Now, I understand that you had a girlfriend at the time who was a Christian. Yes. Now, how did this relationship look like at the time since you guys were on completely (laughs) opposite paths, right? (laughs) It's like completely different. It's so funny because I always come back down to like, God has a sense of humor. You know, it's really funny because she's my wife now, but at the time when she was my girlfriend, there was two things that she was looking for in a man. She said, Lord, I'm looking for someone who is a Christian, who's a follower of you, and somebody who doesn't work in Hollywood. 
Those were her two prerequisites. Oh, and you're everything opposite. else is a go. And I'm completely obvious. The two things that she wanted, I was not. So wow. it was a very interesting dynamic. But what was really cool about her, so she was beautiful and she's such a genuine person. She's just an amazing human being. And I've met a lot of people along my time, you know, traveling and so forth. And she just captured my heart. Wow. But she was a Christian and oh. I was a blur. Because <laughs> oh, I don't like Christians, right? But I'm like, you know, it's okay. It's all right. You know, I'll break her out of that doctrine. I'll break her out of it. I'll break her out of it. You know, I'm showing her the truth, right? My ego and what I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was the dynamic, but she had a lot of grace. She was very patient with me. She was Mm. accepting Mm. of me. And all she did was she prayed one time. She's like, God, if you want this man, he's yours. And that was it. Wow. But you get to a point, like you get kind of a, like at a head at her and you're trying to prove Jesus is wrong and not real. Yes. And so you go on this big research thing and what did you find? Man, it's just wild when you actually take the time to look for something, right? Yeah. Where a lot of us, you know, spend a lot of time on the surface and that becomes our belief and our faith and we never dive deeper. And so for me, she would pray, she would talk to Jesus and me in my egotistical way. Of course, I always played it off like it didn't bother me, but deep down inside it did. Wow. And I was like, well, why is she praying to this invisible you know, guy who doesn't even exist? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm here, right? So <laughs> for me, I finally was like, let me just go ahead and prove once and for all that Jesus is not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I am doing research, I'm studying, I'm looking, I'm reading. I'm not talking to just pastors, I'm talking to people who don't believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like the Jewish, the Jews, you know, and the further and the deeper I go, the more it becomes apparent that there was a man who walked on the earth named Jesus. And wow. it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Now, until finally I came across a diary, a book, a journal of sorts from a Roman centurion. And there was a little paragraph in there that basically descriptive who Jesus was. And this was somebody who was there during the crucifixion who basically said that Jesus was a menace to the society, so they had to crucify him. Mm. And I was floored. I was like, I cannot believe this guy is real. Son of God, eh, a little bit of a stretch, but real man who walked on the earth fully enlightened. Okay. I'm interested. And that's how that got there. So you got interested because, you know, people were saying like there was something different about Jesus. And so you encountered Jesus Christ. How did that happen? So it was, uh, man. So it was a Tuesday afternoon. I was doing a meditation. Okay. And I was in New Jersey at the time. And I left my body like I always do. But this time, I'm face to face with Jesus, with the Spirit of the Lord, you know, the Spirit of Christ. Oh, my gosh. And it was so powerful. I usually myself get a little uh, emotional during this because it's such a powerful experience and it vibrates through my whole being. But as soon as I saw him, like, I knew who he was was like there was such an authority and a love there and he showed me my past my present my future and we spent time there wow and from that encounter like when i came back into my body you know i opened up my eyes and it's like a veil was taken off of my eyes and i was able to see you clearly like i just knew exactly oh my gosh it was in that point right there it's like everything that i knew suddenly was like lost like all i knew was this truth and so, yeah, it was that encounter that just completely floored me. Oh, my on gosh. On such a level. Yeah. Okay. So, now you start walking with Jesus and you, like, forsake all that old stuff, I understand. So, what did Jesus do for you that Luciferianism did not? Transformation. Transformation. So, the thing you were seeking for your whole life was how to have this power to transform yourself. Jesus did give you that power. Yes. 
Wow. It's as simple as that. I mean, no other religion. I went from Hinduism to shamanism to, I mean, to everything you can imagine studied and trained and worked and went through it, but nothing ultimately changed me until I got into the word. And then the spirit of the Lord got into my heart and started just purifying me from the inside out. Like I didn't have to try to stop the addiction, but I didn't have to try to stop, you know, all the demons that I was talking about in the last show, you know, it just melted off. Oh without even trying and it was true transformation because i now love who i am <laughs> it's really amazing what the world tries to make us think of ourselves right now let me ask you a question though now through luciferianism it claims to give a person enlightenment right mm-hmm. so did jesus outdo that oh man <laughs> it's more than i completely crushed and destroyed it. Oh. nothing comes close Oh my God! Like literally nothing. It's like describing a little baby tricycle, you know, a toddler tricycle to a jet. You know, it's, oh my God! Even no comparison. No comparison, man. None. Wow. Okay. So, and I understand that though. On the inside, things are going so good. All that stuff before the multi-million-dollar guy you were in Hollywood. Suddenly, it came crashing down. Right. Right. And you're delivering pizzas at a point in your life. You basically got attacked. Yes. But you found peace and contentment with Jesus. How did this happen? Because, you know, all the power and all that stuff that you had attained for all those years is gone now. Right. How did you find contentment in that? It wasn't easy at first, because even though I had this radical encounter with the Lord, there's still that part of your flesh, the part of who you are in this realm that's very real. Mm. And so for me, I didn't have a degree. I knew how to make movies. That was about it. Nobody's hiring in the real world for that. So Mm. starting off as a pizza boy, you know, it was a very humbling opportunity that God put me in to help reduce my ego, Mm. uh, actually just obliterate the ego and the pride because of who I once was. And now there's no respect. Mm. And so God in his grace and his just gracious being like he was working my heart until finally he put this perspective in my mind where I was like, wait a second, if I just enjoy what I do, then I can glorify God because ultimately that's what I want to do is people to see me, not see me, but see God. Because at this point I had that radical encounter. I'm like, Ooh, God, let's do Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Right. So then I was like, all right, let me change my dynamic, my approach. And I started just being the best pizza boy like ever. Wow. And suddenly that's when increase started having favor started falling upon me because I didn't care yeah. anymore about my status. I get that. And that's where the peace comes from because now you don't have a care for it. Right, man. It's so amazing. And what's amazing is that you walked away from all this stuff and now you're a lover and a follower of Jesus. Carl, I can't tell you how thrilled I am that you came on the show It's incredible to see God's hand at work in so many lives, brother. So you're amazing. Thank you so much for coming and sharing with us on the show today. Thank you for having me and God bless you. Thank you for bringing this to the world. It's amazing with what you do. So God bless you. Stay right there. I'll be back with some more words of insight and encouragement right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. 
If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? What really stood out to me in Carl's testimony is that in Luciferianism, Carl was promised great success, wealth, and quote-unquote enlightenment, and it was why he was going for it. And though you may hear that and think it's kind of weird, we have to realize this is Satan's storyline since the beginning. It is written about Satan bringing this to Jesus himself in ancient scriptures. It is written in Luke 4, 5-6. Then the devil, taking him, that's Jesus, up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Satan, for some reason, does this thing where he has the power to offer people great wealth, success, and power simply by giving in and bowing down to him and to worship him. However, this is a one-way ticket to hell. Lord God, I'm praying for everyone listening because it's not your will for anyone to go to hell. So Lord Jesus, we repent from anything that would distract from worshiping you, Lord, and from knowing you, from anything that says, I need to set things up myself with my own power, do my own thing. We repent from those things. We ask for you, Jesus, to be our Savior in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.